Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. On today's Smart 7, there's good EU news for Ukraine, warnings over pressure on the NHS and much more. It's Friday 15th of December, it's International Tea Day and happy birthday to Frankie de Tori. The Smart 7. It's news but not the news. Thursday saw Russian President Vladimir Putin host his four-hour annual press conference. There was a twist this year as he also took questions from regular Russians, from soldiers on the front lines and even from an AI-generated Putin double. He said that he doesn't expect a further mobilisation of Russian civilians and that Russia's victory is just a matter of time. The peace will come when we reach our goals. Coming back to the goals, they remain unchanged. They have been freeloading, but you know it will come to an end sooner or later. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was in Germany in search of military aid, but he did address the EU leaders gathered in Brussels to discuss Ukraine's EU membership application. The application has been blocked by Hungary's Viktor Orban, who said he didn't want to be part of a bad decision and cast doubt on the progress that Ukraine has made on the goals set by the EU. We have set up seven preconditions and three out of the seven is not fulfilled, so there is no reason to negotiate membership of Ukraine now. Orban eventually walked out of the meeting, allowing the other 26 members to proceed and agree to open accession talks with Ukraine. NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg was continuing to back Ukraine, pointing out that Russia continues to pose a threat to the whole of Europe. If Putin wins in Ukraine, there is a real risk that his aggression will not end there. Our support is not charity, it is an investment in our security. One hundred and fifty three countries at the UN General Assembly voted for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza on Tuesday, but the resolution was non binding and has had no effect so far. In fact, Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant was in the US on Thursday, announcing that it could take several months before Israel fully defeats Hamas. As diplomatic attempts continue to find a long-term peace, the Israeli ambassador to the UK strongly rejected the so-called two-state solution for Israel and Palestine. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was politely but firmly disagreeing on Thursday. Our long-standing position remains that a two-state solution is the right outcome here, and more immediately, what's going on is incredibly concerning. No one wants this conflict to go on for a moment longer than is necessary. Meanwhile, as the fighting continues, the humanitarian situation continues to worsen, with people stopping aid trucks and eating the food on the spot, according to the UN aid agency. Spokesman for UNICEF James Elder is hopeful that the General Assembly vote may still result in a ceasefire. We saw another 31 countries around the world shift their position. So that says to me that the people around the world are hearing the suffering, are hearing what is a war on children, realising that, that the longer this goes on, no matter what position they're from, we're moving further away from peace. There was some good news for mortgage holders on Thursday as the Bank of England held interest rates at 5.25%. The US Federal Reserve also held its rates steady this week, but Chairman Jerome Powell signalled that they anticipate rates to begin to fall in 2024. 
With mortgage rates in the UK at their highest since 2008, there wasn't much good news for those hoping to see a corresponding fall in UK interest rates. Inflation remains high and a 0.3% drop in growth in October suggests that the economy is still in a fragile position. Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey says that with the global economic climate and a war in Ukraine, there's no prospect of a sudden improvement. It's really too early to start speculating about cutting interest rates. We've got to see more progress. I'm encouraged by the progress we've seen. Don't get me wrong, I'm very encouraged by the progress we've seen. But it's too early to start speculating that, it, that yeah, we'll be cutting soon. There was a warning on Thursday from the ambulance services that delays at A&E departments are putting lives at risk. In theory, patients arriving by ambulance should be seen in 15 minutes, but last week, 80% of arrivals had to wait for 30 minutes or more. The NHS remains under severe pressure as it heads into the winter period, and the fact that the junior doctors are set to strike again next week isn't helping matters. Sir Julian Hartley, CEO of NHS Providers, says it's time the dispute was resolved. Both sides want to see an end to the dispute. The issue is... Finding, finding a deal that resolves the concerns and make sure that we can, we can get back to bringing all of the staff together, working in the interests of patients and shortening those waiting lists. Still to come on today's Smart 7, delight for Brighton and the crown bows out right after this. Welcome back. Thursday night saw the Europa League and Conference League wrapping up their group stages with four Premier League teams in action. Liverpool were in Brussels to take on USG with a team made up of youth players. They lost 2-1, although they still topped their group. There was good news too for West Ham, who beat German opponents Freiburg to top their group and Aston Villa went through to the last 16 of the Europa Conference League. The biggest result of the night, though, saw Brighton beat Marseille 1-0 and top their group, heading to the last 16 of the Europa League in their first season in Europe. Manager Roberto De Zerbi was understandably delighted. I lost voice, I lost everything, because uh, it was an amazing game. We played uh, amazing football. We deserve to, to reach the, the top of the table. We deserve to win. The final six episodes of The Crown Season 6 dropped on Thursday night, bringing the epic royal watching series to an end. Early reviews for the last episodes were mixed as the royals cope with the aftermath of the death of Princess Diana and see William and Harry's storyline accelerated. I don't want to spoil anything, but the final episode definitely suggests that the Queen might die. The stars have been discussing the series and its impact on their lives. Dominic West says he has grown fond of his character Prince, now King Charles. You do inevitably as an actor, you sort of stick up for your guy a bit and give him the benefit of the doubt and I, I've definitely found myself doing that on The Crown. I, I got to really like him just reading about him and seeing him and, and, his, and his values and what he's tried to do and I, I tried to do right by him. You may know John Krasinski as a star of The American Office, or even from his Jack Ryan series, but he's about to head in a new direction. He's written, directed and co-produced with Ryan Reynolds a brand new comedy fantasy movie called If. If stands for imaginary friends and the movie tells the story of abandoned childhood favourites and a child who can see them. It has a star-packed cast with Reynolds, Steve Carell, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and more. It hits cinemas in May. This is just so exciting. What is happening? Well, that's a perfectly understandable question given now. I'm an if. Get it? Imaginary? Friend? Our kids grew up. So we need new ones. You could save all of us. All of whom? And don't say ifs. 
let him say it, or I think his head may actually explode. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.